First, Patriot Mobile. Sadly, our economy has become dominated by businesses that cater to the woke mob. But no, everything's getting better. If your mobile service is uh, through one of the big guys, then you are, you're pretty aware, uh, hopefully, of what they do, where they spend their money, who they're helping, uh, and uh, who they're, you know, spying on or let the government spy on just by opening up the doors. For the past 10 years, Patriot Mobile has offered nationwide coverage with access to all three major networks, equipping you with the same coverage you've always had, but without sending your money to leftist causes. If you like free speech, if you like the Second Amendment, religious freedom, then switch to Patriot Mobile because they're on the front lines in their own time, supporting these things and working in our own communities. 100% based U.S. customer service team will help make you switching incredibly easy for you. Whether you keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade one or both, Patriot Mobile is going to get you the plan that you need at the rate that you need. The more people that subscribe, the more people that they can support in the fight. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Let me share some good news with you. While we were out and about doing our own thing yesterday, half of U.S. governors have sided with Texas in the border dispute with Biden. Now, uh, the I think it's Department of Homeland Security, one of these agencies have given Texas 24 hours to, I don't know, to do what, uh, uh, and so they'll make their decisions. Uh, people are now saying that we've got to uh, we've got to nationalize the National Guard, which would give control to the president and not to the governor. Um, and people are starting to say, you know what? <gasps> Civil war. We could balkanize the country. Yeah. Have you been to the Balkans? You don't want to do that. Uh, we're going to show you uh, what uh, is happening. A lot of it is good news if we keep our heads about us. And we'll start there here in just a second. Stand by for news. Uh, MyPillow is having a massive blowout sale right now. You're not going to want to miss out on it. MyPillow is grateful for all the years of support you've given their business over the years. They absolutely love to get back. Uh, you know, I, I wear my MyPillow slip. Yep, I'm wearing again today. I'm wearing my MyPillow slippers. Are you at the point in your life where you have to check to see what shoes you're wearing? Well, they like, were so comfortable, I didn't. I know I was looking for them this morning. I don't remember what I put on, uh, but they're my slippers. Uh, and last night I was at home, and uh, my wife was sitting next to me, and she's online. She's ordering. So I said, "What are you ordering?" She said, "I'm ordering some my slippers for me too." Okay, uh, my slippers. They have a great sale on those. Everything is on sale. One hundred percent made in USA. You can get the blankets, the dog beds, the kitchen towels, the bath towels, the slippers, everything. 
To find out this offer, just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special square. Check out everything I've mentioned and more on sale now. Remember, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117. Get these specials free shipping, 800-966-3117. Yeah, now if I could just make a bathrobe cool, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I could I'd show up, you know, a wife beater t-shirt, even though that's wrong. But the T-shirt uh, and then just a robe and slippers. And wouldn't that be great? This is how this is progressing. Uh, this is the, the way Glenn Beck arc. Can I tell you something? <laughs> this is this is how America is progressing. Mm. We're just like, you know, can you imagine British? Brit, um, uh, Fetacy. Bridget Fetacy. Oh, yeah. Uh, she wrote something for The Spectator uh, about, you know, a civil war. America. You don't want a civil war. We're all too fat. Oh, God. And she said, we're all too fat and dumb for a civil war. Uh, and she wrote this this mock letter uh, from a soldier to his uh, to his mom, <laughs> which I think is just absolutely fantastic. So this is a soldier from the field, you know, like those Civil War letters. Dear yeah, mom. Ken Bur- like the old Ken Burns <laughs> yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dearest mother, we lost the battle for the River Ranch Costco. In fact, <laughs> we never made it. Some of the guy's moms couldn't drop them off. They said gas prices were too high. For those of us who did make it, we got lost immediately. Someone mentioned navigating by land using a map and a compass, but how do you use that without the internet? After a grueling 10-minute march in full gear with only our hot pockets to sustain us, we collapsed, too exhausted to continue. Who knew that my Call of Duty skills wouldn't exactly translate to actual battles? We lost Ralphie, too. He had a heart attack while putting up his pop tent. It's been one thing. It's one thing to be a fat cop, but it is certainly another thing to be a fat soldier. War is certainly hell. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. uh, Yeah, now a civil war not really designed for this type of lifestyle and and, and people. People that are like, why is my like? I was at a a restaurant yesterday for lunch with my wife, and uh, it. The line took about a ah, good eight minutes for us to get up in order. <laughs> yeah. And we, I mean, it was almost as if we were going to collapse. We were so upset about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, when DoorDash is not there at the designated time that they predict, Americans freak out. That's not the type of society you build a civil war upon. No. Uh, that's it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, we're the type that would be like, Okay, guys, 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 come on. Can we just give it a rest for a second? I need to eat. Yeah. I need to rest. DoorDash is here. Stop firing. I have to check what's happening on Facebook and TikTok, please. The question would really be, and it would be interesting, is which side of the Civil War would be more diverse? Because we've learned that that's how you make a strong military. The more diverse your military, you don't focus on the uh, merit and attributes of the individual soldiers. Right. You think instead about what percentage of this army is, you know, um, well, uh, illusion. You know, <laughs> right. That would be the other side, but mm-hmm. ours would be uh, size does matter. Mm-hmm. But it, we'd be talking about waistline. We'd be like, <laughs> maybe we could roll Tim down the hill. Uh, anyway, um, Texas and the Biden administration are at loggerheads now. If President Biden won't defend us, states will have to defend themselves. This is according to uh, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. 
Biden administration continues to refuse to secure the border. Virginia supports Abbott and Texas's constitutional right to defend itself. Glenn Youngkin. We are at this place now where we have 25 governors who are saying this is constitutional and we support. Now, let me play out uh, because there's some crazy there's there's always crazy people. You know what? We wouldn't have a problem with all these crazy people if there weren't so many damn crazy people. Um, but uh, we have people on the left and those who claim to be on the right that want violence, want war. And then there are people who are in the middle um, and, you know, maybe middle right. And I think partially middle, I can't say left, but more centrist, not Mitt Romney. Um, but that are so angry right now and they're peaceful, but they're angry and they're like, somebody has to do something. We have to stand up. So this is what Greg Abbott has done and he has done it the right way. He's an attorney. Ken Paxton is one of the best attorney generals in the country. They know the constitution inside and out. And so they are taking the constitutional route. Remember when our, uh, founding fathers said, that governments are instituted among men to protect these rights. And when a government becomes uh, hostile to those rights, it's the right of the people to throw off those chains uh, and form a new government. Okay, so there's a couple of things here. First of all, let's remember that the new government must be more likely to protect those rights. So leftists, mm, sorry, you'd be in violation, just like the South was in violation. Oh, you want to, wait, you want to increase slavery? Yeah. We as a government haven't really been protecting everybody's rights like we should have, but we're going to say no to more, okay? Remember, when Lincoln came in, he said the most important thing is to save a union. Why? Because a house divided against itself cannot stand. We know that to be true. So the most important thing we need to do is hold the republic together. Hold the republic together. But realize that Lincoln was also right. If we were to ever fall, the threat would come from within side. Right now, if we were in a scary movie, which sometimes I think we are, if we were starring in our scary movie, somebody would be in the Senate and you'd be in the House. And somebody from the Senate would pick up the phone and it would ring in the House of Representatives. You pick it up and they'd say, the call is coming from inside the House. No, I think it's coming from inside the Senate. Then somebody else would call, no, it's in the House. It's the White House. The threat is amongst us. The threat is from the system. So the founders gave us all kinds of things that we can do. And the first real, clear, constitutional thing that I have seen, a remedy, at least on the border, is National Guard being declared because of invasion, because the uh, government is not fulfilling its duty. That is just so clear. We should celebrate. And if something happens, first of all, I do not believe that federal troops or our, our border patrol agents would would fire on our National Guard. And I don't think our National Guard would fire on federal troops. 
They wouldn't. Um, I just don't think that we are there. Now, somebody could be stupid. That could happen. Somebody would be somebody fire something. I mean, look at the Boston massacre. That's the way things usually happen. The shot hurt around the world. But I do not believe that the Texas National Guard would turn on Texas with the Constitution being so clear. And I don't think Greg Abbott or anybody else wants that. What they want is the challenge in the Supreme Court. What they want is to say, we disagree. Now, the government has taken extra steps to harm Texas. And we're just following the Constitution. Supreme Court, who's right? We also have something really exciting happening right now that the founders did not. An election in November. Now, we have to watch how all of this plays out. We have to, if you haven't signed up to work for your district and you're, uh, you're not monitoring the election, you're not part of that system, then how are you going to complain? We all have to play a role in this to make sure that it is as safe as possible. But the founders, even if there was a chance that they could have voted the king out, even though it, would have, it wouldn't have happened, but it could have, if they had representation, they would have taken that. If the, if the election was happening in November, they would be very pessimistic about their chances, but they wouldn't have written the Declaration of Independence in July. So let's stop with, again, have you been to the Balkans? Have you seen a civil war? Not good. You know how many Americans died in World War II? 400 and what, 1,000, 405,000, something like that. How many died in World War I? About 200,000? Is that right, Stu? Uh, it's it's, it's uh, a, a lot smaller than World War I. Yeah, 116,000 in World War I, 405,000 in World War II. Mm -hmm. um, the bottom estimate, we don't know for sure, but the bottom estimate for the Civil War was 650,000. The top estimate is 850. That's twice the number of World War II. And more than World War One and World War Two combined. And people might note the population uh, was, was a, a lot, lot higher smaller. in World War Two, right? Yep. Like you, yep. this is a much more. Wait, this is what happens when both sides are you. Yes, right? when yeah. both sides are still your country, right. the numbers add up quickly. Now, I, I think it's a very bad idea, and I think everybody agrees. Uh, washing the world in blood. Would hasten the return of the promised one. I'm not trying to do that one. I, I, that's true. Iran might have some, yeah, some that's, affinity towards this plan. But. That's really one thing that I don't mind if my kids have to deal with and I don't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't say bad things about them when they're alive and we're all gone and they're like, Jesus might come. Hey, let's slow that down. Let's pass that to the next generation. I am all for that. I'm all for that. I think Jesus would be okay with that kind of thinking, too. He doesn't really like war an awful lot. Now, we don't compromise. We don't back down. What 
what Greg Abbott is doing is absolutely right. Oh, boy. I have many questions for oh, you. Oh, boy. Okay. Let mm-hmm. me take a break before I get... I just heard him think. You know what I mean? I said, he's absolutely right, and I just heard... It, it still cranks up. It's a slow crank up process yeah, when a real I mean, new thought comes into my mind. <laughs> so we'll give him a chance to rev the engine here just a bit. And let me tell you about the Berna Launcher. What's your relationship with firearms? As an American, you have a right to keep and bear arms. And I would highly suggest that you have arms, you have guns, you have rifles, whatever it is, because with the way the world is going, chaos is in your neighborhood. It's everywhere. So protect yourself and your family. That's your responsibility. Now, not every situation where you have to protect yourself or your family calls for lethal violence. And you know what? I have a daughter who will not train on a gun. She doesn't like guns. She will not use a gun. And I'm like, you're on your own then, because no. Uh, So I got her and every member of the family a Berna launcher. Berna launcher just it looks like a handgun Um, and you can get it in orange if you want it. I got mine in black, Uh, but I have been in situations where I could have killed a member of my own family had something just been slightly different. And there are people that have done this. And when you pull the trigger on your gun, you better make sure you're right. But if you have the chance to stop somebody at a distance, this is where the Berna launcher comes in. It, it's non-lethal. It has kinetic rounds, and it also has tear gas, not pepper spray. <laughs> you do pepper spray all day long. Try tear gas, okay? From a 60-foot range, you can hit. Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get one. Put it in your glove box. It's legal in all states. Uh, no background checks required. B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. Get 10% off now. 10 seconds station ID. Oh, yeah. So are we falling into some trap here where... It's a trap! <laughs> Uh, Admiral Akbar. Yes. We're, we're falling into an a- Admiral Akbar situation where, like, the media seems to be inflaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, you know, some random voices on the internet talking about civil war and yeah, writing yeah. articles about it. Like, what? Like, isn't this, isn't this Texas situation a lot more boring than we're talking about it in the media right now? For example. Well, it is something that, I mean, uh, yeah, it's 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 a court case. It's a okay? it's a court case. Yeah, but it is a constitutional crisis it, that it we haven't had be. since the 1860s. It, it could turn into that, but like right now, what has happened is the case has not been decided. Uh-huh. They pushed it back in the interim, and all they said was that, I mean, what they said basically was Texas. Put up as much barbed wire as you want, but they get to cut it down for yeah. the ne- for the next and couple all months. Te- Texas is not stopping the feds no. from coming in and cutting the barbed wire. They're not right. Like they've just said, we'll put down some more wire. And the Supreme Court, this is not a violation. I know the left has a hard time understanding this. It's really hard for them to understand. Almost yeah. none of the people none of on them the left understand. who actually look at this stuff have right. any idea what's going yeah, on. Yeah, because they don't actually understand the Constitution, the Supreme Court, oh. and they're so used to it. Didn't go, didn't go our way. Well, then we got to get them. Okay. 
this did go your way to an extent. Very minor extent. Very minor extent. It just said that the federal government can cut the wire. It doesn't say Texas has to remove it. Now, they can't stop the federal government from cutting the wire, but as soon as they walk away, they can put more wire down. Now, this is not a a beautiful solution. No. It's not a final. I don't want to use that. <laughs> it's don't. not a, uh, a a bigger solution. No, it's bad. Okay. Hey, yeah. Look, it's not good. I'm not arguing it's good. I'm just arguing it's a lot, it's a it's lot not, more boring than a civil yes, war. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, it is. It is a court case that I still believe when it's decided will Correct. come down on the conservative side. Correct. I could be wrong on that, and I'm nervous about that because of Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, I but know. It, I still believe that Amy Coney Barrett, at the end of the day, is not going to go the wrong way on and that. they did not we'll argue insurrection. That, that wasn't it at all. That no. was not the argument. The, the argument now is this is a not insurrection. This is a, a, an invasion. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that word was shunned by the media at the very beginning, if you remember. And everybody's like... Well, I mean, it kind of is an invasion, but I mean, it's not. Re- you know, when you had 30,000 people coming over, you're like, oh, it's an invasion. When you have 10 million people coming over our border illegally, uh, it's an invasion. OK, so it's clear it's an invasion at this point. And that's what needs to be decided, because if it is and the government is letting them in, then they're aiding and betting, uh, abetting. That's not even the case they're arguing. Texas is just saying we have a right. If they don't do their job, we have a right to do it. It's, it's like watching your own home burn and all the firemen who lit the fire are standing around going, tough luck for you until you pull out your own fire truck and your own firefighters and you put it out. And then the police come and they say, you can't put your own house out. That's the job of the firemen. Yeah, they're not doing it. So I am. That's what this really is all about. Um, now, federal officials uh, t- uh, gave Texas until Friday uh, to I don't I don't even know make a decision. What make a decision? What a demand for Texas to allow Border Patrol to uh, access a key park. They can go there. I've talked to the Lieutenant Governor about it this week. They can go there, <laughs> but. Our National Guard's going to be there as well, and you cut the wires. Go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. I am going to lay a new uh, line of wire behind you. <laughs> it'll be a ridiculous uh, show, but it'll it's happen. A, it's a clown show, yeah, really, it at is. this point. It is. Uh, once upon a time, we uh, we almost made all of our clothing. Almost all of it. I saw that uh, <laughs> Levi's is laying people off. Good. Levi's is laying people off. Uh, I guess maybe probably in other countries because they don't make their clothes here in America. They're laying people off. They were the ones who said, we want to be the uniform of the American Revolution. Really? Do you? Well, some of us said, hmm, not interested. So now they're going to become an uber expensive pair of jeans. Oh, now I want them even more. Look, American giant they make their clothes here in America, and they make them right. They make them with, with better machines, machines that we used to use. They went and they bought them back from China after we shipped them there years ago, brought them back, 
fixed them, got them working in a modern fashion, and then retrained all these people to start making great American clothing. So buy American at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Do it now. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. You can save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. If you use the code Glenn30, it's Glenn30 at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Hello, America. Yes, it's me, your old fat dad, <laughs> behind my cardboard microphone now. Greetings from Texas. Uh, we have Representative Barry Loudermilk. There's a story that we have been trying to get to uh, this week, and we just kept putting it off, putting it off, and I was going to have it next hour. I'm going to try to do it hour three today of the podcast, but I have Carrie Lake on in about half an hour, so so stand by for that. But Barry has uh, been looking at, into the January 6th committee and the deleted files that contain critical information. They deleted them uh, before the GOP was able to access them. Now, they have recovered them, but we're looking for the password. And the password is never. Barry Loudermilk is with us now. Congressman, how are you? Good, Glenn. It's good to be with you again. Yeah, and, thank hey, you. we haven't tried the password never. We, we may just get down to Trump and see how that works. <laughs> could do hate Trump. Could do scam. I mean, I could go all day on those. Um, Barry, what what is the significance of these files? Well, that is what we don't know. Um, all it, we know at this point is they were recovered from what uh, – a series of hard drives that were given to us that were the hard drives on the computers of the select committee on January 6th. Um, at one point in my uh, communications with Benny Thompson, who was the chairman of the select committee, mm -hmm. um, regarding videos that he admitted that they didn't keep that are critical to the investigation. And these were the videos of the depositions, which even Liz Cheney in her recent book says was so important that we videotaped so the American people could see the truth. But they decided not to preserve those. Uh, we were communicating what? with him about that, as well as documents that he sent to the White House and DHS instead of keeping them and giving to us. In his response to me as to what happened to these documents, why didn't he keep them, he mentioned that they handed over four terabytes of digital data to us. The problem is we only had less than three terabytes of digital data. So when we found out that uh, these videotapes were missing, that we searched for those, they didn't exist. He admitted to not keeping those. I don't know where those are. We're still trying to find those. You know, can somebody um, check? I'm pretty sure the NSA has a really big storage <laughs> cloud in Utah. Can we maybe knock on the door and say, hey, uh, are you a lending library? Can we see some that, stuff? That <laughs> that is a possibility there. Uh, we've even gone to the house recording studio, who is when you normally do a deposition and you have it uh, recorded, uh, video recording, you just call the house studio. This is what they do. They bring in the equipment, they record it, right. and they keep it, and they make it available to you. And then when you're ready to archive it, you get it from them. Well, what the select committee did was different because when when uh, Benny Thompson told us he didn't keep any of these, we just went to the recording studio and said, can you give us copies of them? 
They said, well, we don't have any because they didn't allow us to have any. In oh fact, my gosh. they only borrowed our equipment. They wouldn't even use our people to do the recording. So that sounded to Holy me like, cow. wow, this was planned from the beginning. So we hired, uh, trying to figure out where these other one plus terabytes of, of data were, uh, we hired an independent outside uh, computer forensics company to take those hard drives and do a low-level scan of them. And uh, as you would expect, a hard drive that someone uses, you're going to find some deleted files. Now, if you see files that were deleted early on in the investigation, you know, it, it's it, it doing work. You delete duplicates, you get rid of things. But what highlighted to us was uh, uh, files, and in particularly some that were deleted, that they recovered, that were deleted just literally days or hours before the Republicans took control. One of those documents that we were at was not password encrypted for some reason. It was found in the recycle bin. Was related to the depositions that were sent to the White House. So there's a deleted. Uh, file that was deleted on Jan or January 1st, two days before the Republicans took control, related to documents that we know that they had that they sent away and we didn't have access to. There were also 117, I believe the number, of documents that were password protected and encrypted that we can see the file names. We can see what type of file it is and those names don't match anything that we already have. So they are unique documents that I believe we haven't seen before, but we can't get into. So how critical they are, we don't know. Okay, I just so, want somebody to give me the password. So we are uh, saying, don't we have people that do that? I've seen it, you know, in movies and stuff. You put a little box yeah. over the password and it's like, <laughs> password is cake. Like, <laughs> All right. So anyway, that's my password. By the way, I've got to change it now. But we're talking to uh, Cher uh, Chairman uh, Barry Loudermilk from Georgia, the um, conservative Republican from Georgia. Um, the uh, is, is any of this illegal? I mean, aren't you supposed to preserve documents? I know if this happened and Congress wanted uh, information that was on my computer and I just went, whoops, I deleted it all. I think my butt would be in a chair in front of you guys and you'd be, I'd be in trouble. Yeah. W wouldn't yeah, I? And, and it, you could be, yes, because if you deleted it at a point when you knew that Congress was looking for it or you knew the courts were looking for it, yes, I mean, you're free to delete anything you want today. But once you know. And they did know. Or a right. letter, and they did know. We sent them letters of preservation. The clerk's office has rules regarding what should be preserved, and videotapes oh, of depositions are part of so that. So why, however, is nothing happening? Well, we are. We've got to know exactly the extent of where things are, and you know, my my number one priority is getting the, the password. Yeah. So we can, you know, uh, not only the passwords for these documents, but getting the documents from the White House and Homeland Security that they have. And so uh, we are, for lack of a better term, working with the White House right now. Uh, mm. they, the four depositions they have that are, these are House documents. They are not executive branch. These are documents owned by the House of Representatives. They are White House employees who testified before the committee. And uh, the chairman sent those to the White House. 
Um, we requested them. They didn't respond, requested them again. They responded and said, okay, we'll send them to you once we redact them. So they sent me four documents that belonged to the house, so heavily redacted, they're literally pages. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Look, Barry, So, what do you think about this? Let me, got, let, me, let me just offer, yeah. I can get on the air now. I could probably find somebody that goes by the name of like, you know, one eye, and uh, yeah. he can have that thing hacked open you know, pretty quickly. And we do it, you know, in the Capitol, you know, under supervision and stuff. But I think we could get that done. I cannot believe with the power and the might of the United States of America, we can't open up those files. Hmm. We're, we're going to be looking at, uh, there's, we've contacted some different, uh, firms, if you will, that, that have technology to try to get into these. Now, some of them say with the new encryption standards, they may not be able to, but we're looking at doing that. In the meantime, we're just trying to find somebody that has the passwords. I, I asked Benny Thompson for him, uh, just a simple letter saying, hey, we found these documents. Well, not making an accusation here, but uh, we just, they're encrypted. Don't know why you encrypt them, but we need the passwords. And he responded with a three-page letter. Uh, I think he used Ultra MAGA in it about uh, eight or ten times, uh, making all kind of blanket accusations. That seems like obstruction. Said, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, seems so, like obstruction. And, and which could be the case. It could be he doesn't know what the committee did for two years. Somebody <laughs> on the staff does. <laughs> okay. Somebody uh, knows what those passwords yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Um, talking to Representative Barry Loudermilk uh, about January 6th, there's one other thing I want to hit quickly. This whole pipe bomb story is falling apart quickly. I mean, all of the January 6th narrative is falling apart. Um, any update on the pipe bomb thing? I mean, this week we, we saw the video of an undercover Capitol policeman who is supposedly was just a passerby at the beginning. Now we find out he was Capitol Police. And he spots it, then goes over to the Secret Service they finish their sandwiches, let kids walk by it before yeah. they get out of their car and, and, you know, then send the robot out to disarm it. What the hell is going on with this? That is a good question. We've been working with uh, Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky. This is something he want, wanted to take on as a member of the Judiciary Committee and the Weaponization Committee. So we've been working closely with him, pulling uh, video records, uh, doing some investigative work ourselves. Um and, uh, you know, we released in the last couple of weeks that it was an undercover Capitol Police officer. But even before we knew that, we have video of the person who placed the pipe bomb. Uh, you can watch him place it the night before. And it was obvious that he was putting it in a place to be found. Yes. The Secret Service had the vice president-elect Kamala Harris at that building. They were there sitting literally feet away from this pipe bomb and never saw it. it I mean, they are supposed to be doing sweeps I of mean, the building before you bring somebody there. And that pipe bomb, it sat there from the night before. If you so there's some as, if, as if you say, look at the pipe bomb, the, if you look at the pipe bomb, it, it was like designed by Megamind. I mean, it's so clear. It's got the kitchen timer on it. It is so yes. clear that it was meant to be found uh, and that it's a pipe bomb that my dog would have sniffed it out. How did they miss it? Inse except they did find it 20 minutes before the vote was supposed to go down on Capitol Hill. 
Wow. And that's where the timer was stopped. It stopped at 20 minutes before the hour or whatever. Wow. What a coincidence that is. And why is it that Kamala Harris, we didn't even know that she where she was and anything about this for a year. And how is it that this is the greatest scandal and the darkest day in American history? And yet the people that would gain the most from saying there were two pipe bombs, they planned on blowing up buildings, haven't said a word about it. Why? And the FBI pulls resources from the investigation and moves them over to uh, uh, helping prosecute the people that were there on January 6th. It seems to me a lone pipe bomber would be more dangerous that's still out there than grandma and people who have already, you know, uh, even if they did something wrong, which there were people that did. I mean, there was violence that day. But there, there are other people that they're spending an awful lot of resources on mis- what should be misdemeanor charges, um, th- that you're going to pull resources from investigating a pipe bomb to go after these folks. And, and then there's the issue of the gallows, you know, the, yep. the infamous gallows that, um, uh, that Biden is using in his campaign right now. Yeah. And they were, question about they were that built is, the night before in front of police. Like six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Why didn't somebody tear that down? Mm. I mean, with all the security, with all the police, with U.S. Park Police, the FBI, uh, Metropolitan Police, the U.S. Capitol Police, in droves all around that area that morning. And we have it all on tape. Somebody report it. Yeah, and we have it all on tape, and we can't find the guys that built it, can we? Well, the the FBI sure hasn't. uh, Yeah, that's uh, weird. An independent investigative reporter that's doing tremendous work, much like Steve Baker is with you have been doing, has been working on this, and he's gotten more leads than the FBI has. Yeah, that's weird. Let me tell you, Steve has done a tremendous job. Um, We we spent a lot of time with him. Of course, he's been in our office looking at videos, and uh, you know he's doing a great service to the American people by exposing some some in depth corruption. I know. You know our prayers are with him Thank and our you. support with him as well. Thank you. I, I will say everybody at the blaze and I, I asked the audience to do the same pray for him because um, we're expecting him to be arrested any day and we don't even know the charges and they won't tell him the charges. Um, and uh, all he did was investigate. He was there just as a reporter okay. investigating. And uh, now that he's exposing things all of a sudden, Oh, they, they, they're going to file charges. So, any day. Thank you so much for your help on that and everything else, Barry. Appreciate it. God bless. Well, the American people deserve to know the truth. They sure do. Thank you. Congressman Barry Loudermilk uh, from the great state of Georgia. Now, I'm going to put this all into perspective why this is happening. I'm going to do it quickly after the break. First, Jace Medical. Vital medications. You know, I don't remember a time when they were rationed uh, in the United States, at least in my time. You know, back in the Civil War, yeah, penicillin was really hard to get. But uh, that used to be something that happened only in other countries like Cuba. But unfortunately, things just aren't that way anymore. Shortages are real. And when it comes to vital medications, they can mean the difference between life and death, literally, especially in emergency situations. This is the reason I urge you to call Jace. 
Jace. Get the Jace case on hand. Personalized emergency medication uh, equipment that contains five essential antibiotics. Treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. It's customizable. I have a child that has uh, uh, a allergic reaction to amoxicillin, so we could customize that. They can add on medications that are available. You can do whatever is fit for your family's need. Uh, and you can have a year's worth of supply of those medications in your own home. Please go to jacemedical.com. Fill out a, uh, uh, an online form. Then you'll get a prescription. Then life-saving medications delivered right to your door. Do not wait. Use the promo code PREPARED and save. jacemedical.com. Promo code PREPARED. Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I just want to remind you, we are not fighting against our Democratic neighbors. We're not. They're silent, uh, and they may have been revved up so much that they don't really see what's going on. But let me give you a poll. It was just released this week. This is who you're fighting. Elites and super elites, okay? The people who went to Harvard and everything else. They just did a new poll on this. 73% consider themselves Democrats. 74% uh, say their personal finances are on the upswing. They also say that... 89% say they support the strict rationing of meat, gas, and electricity. They would ban powered cars and no non-essential air travel for you. 47 and 55% believe the government affords Americans too much freedom. By the way, regular Americans are between 16 and 25% tops on all of those. The Glenn Beck Program.